Welcome to Mind of a Football Coach Podcast, episode 12. Today we're going to, we're going to be talking about peaks and valleys. Uh, this podcast will be up on iTunes, on Buzzsprout, and there, there will be a link on my blog site, ZachDavis24.blogspot.com. Uh, we have, we've uh, just finished our season. And well, a couple weeks ago, and um, you know, we we finished up four and six, which is the same record as 2016. Uh, I thought our guys played really well. Coaches coached well. Uh, you know, we're we're literally three plays away from making making the playoffs. Uh, you know, and sometimes things happen where um, you know turnover here, uh, missed some. A missed chance to execute there, and um, you know you end end up the season uh, below 500. But I really thought our guys competed hard. I thought our coaches put our players in excellent position uh, to be successful. And you know we had some we had some really good wins this year, some really close wins. Uh, and you know we we just go back to work for uh, for 2018. Um, I was reading a quote the other day, and it, it talked about how um, you can't get too high or too low. Uh, all you can do is go back to work. And uh, yes, are wins fun? Absolutely. Wins bring relief, uh, and losses definitely hurt. Uh, but you know, going forward, it is what can we do uh, today to be better for next year? Uh, what are we doing right now to help us win? in 2018 uh, and compete at the highest level possible. Uh, you know, proud of our guys, proud of our coaches. Uh, we have a good organization here. Uh, our guys put in a lot of hours. Uh, our coaches put in, golly, just like, like every good staff, put in a ton of hours during the season, uh, breaking down film, uh, practice, uh, coaches' meetings. Our players spend a lot of hours as well, practice, um, film, you know, they're trying to get themselves ready to play, play the game. Um, and, and any season is going to have peaks and valleys, uh, just like life. Uh, I was, it was reading today in First uh, Kings 18 and 19 uh, of the Bible and talking about the story of Elijah and how he defeats the prophets of Baal. He calls down fire from heaven uh, in chapter 18 and in chapter 19. He is he is on the run uh, from Jezebel, the the wicked uh, queen of Israel at the time, and it's funny to see in this story and, and also in other stories that you read in the Bible or stories you read about famous people or even our own lives that oftentimes after big peaks there are valleys, and uh, I think it just it teaches us to stay humble, uh, to stay hungry. Uh, to never stop working to be the best that we can be. Uh, that's really all you can you can ask for in life is, are we the best that we can be? Have we prepared ourselves uh, to the best of our ability? And if that is, if the answer to that question is yes, then I think that's, that's all you can do. Um, you know, I think that you make decisions that are best at the time uh, that you made them. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Uh, you always, I think, any good 
any good leader is always going to look back and say, man, I could have done X, Y, and Z, um, but in the moment, this was the best decision possible. And sometimes the outcome is not what you want, but the decision was really, really good. Uh, you know, example from this season is we're playing up at a school that uh, our, our program had never beaten in the history of the school, and we go into overtime, and I, I told this story in a previous podcast, but you know, we were going for two in the win uh, when we got the ball in overtime. They scored, kicked the extra point. And that was a decision that uh, I was going to live and die with there. We were going for it, and we made it. But had we not made it, you know, let's say something happens and we had not, I still think the decision was good. And the next week after that win, we had a chance to – we were thrown into the end zone on fourth down to, um, pick up, to go down by one, 21-20. And if we had made that, we would have, again, gone for two. Uh, we had ref that in practice, and we liked the call we had. And, uh, you know, I'm always going to play to win as a head coach. Uh, I think that if you have momentum, you, you need to seize it. Um, you know, trying to uh, take advantage of the momentum in the game. And, uh, you know, as a, as a leader of a football program or, you know, let's say you're a leader of a company, you know these these decisions you make uh, should be something that you think about year round. Uh, we are what is today's date? It is November tenth, two thousand seventeen, and uh, I already have a folder that my that my notes are on top of for this podcast that is full of things for the two thousand eighteen season. Well, not not quite full, but it is filling quickly of notes. And, uh, and things for for this next, you can hear it right there so you can hear it um, for this next season and I have a Google Drive folder as well and that's filling up quickly as well uh, but you know as we go forward in uh, you know in decision making in life and looking at future uh, decisions you know it's important that we really focus on the decisions we're going to make during a game during uh maybe a, a board meeting, right, boardroom-type setting in a classroom, right, that we are continually thinking about, you know, what would be my decision if I was placed in X situation? Um, what would I do? What, uh, what would be my, my best course of action? Um, you know, and as you're, as you're processing all that, right? As we're thinking about making decisions, um, you know, know that sometimes those decisions are going to lead to a peak, right? Something that's really good and people praise you and pat you on the back. And sometimes that's going to lead to, to a valley where maybe you don't have success, the success you want. Um, but you know, even though there are detractors that, um, you can sleep good at night knowing I put in a lot of time and effort to make the best decision we could possibly make um, at the moment. And I think preparation is, is the thing that separates <clears throat> good leaders from bad leaders. Um, people that put in the necessary time are always going to be more successful over the long haul um, because they're prepared. They know uh, what, what they want to do. You know, and, and speaking of, of peaks and valleys, I, I think that 
<clears throat> sometimes we get too emotional or sometimes we don't think our emotions are important. I know <clears throat> I can I can be one of those two at, on on any given day <laughs> that uh I can rely too much on my emotions, right, or discount them. And they are, they are a good thing. Uh, emotions are a good thing. When, we, when you're successful, you should feel good. When you're, uh, when you're not successful, it should feel bad. And if it doesn't feel bad when you're not successful, then maybe that's, that's not the career path you should be on. Um, because it should matter. It, it should be something that, that stirs up emotions in you when you do well or, or when you, when you do not, you know, those emotions let us know that we are alive and that what we are doing is meaningful work to us. Uh, that looks different for all types of people. Uh, you know, what is meaningful to somebody, um, is, is very, um, independent, uh, to them, right? That's something that, um, you know, stirs up, the best in them. Uh, that's that's different for everybody. Um, and what's what's you know you can't look at somebody and be like, oh, I know what gets them up in the morning is this. No, you we don't know until you talk to them. And even sometimes when you talk to people, you don't even know uh, what is meaningful to them until you watch what they do. Um, you know, far far more concerned about people's actions than what they say. Um, I think it, that's one reason why I think interviews can be kind of hit or miss, right? Um, you know, everybody's, everybody sounds good when you're talking to them. You know, it's what are they actually going to do um, when, you know, when stuff happens, they have to make uh, difficult, difficult decisions. Um, you know, I know for me as a coach, uh, I, I really take 24 hours to evaluate uh, a game, which for me is that's my test, right? That's my evaluation. I, I tell our administrators at our school, Yes, I have a school evaluation, but I know my real evaluation is the 10 uh, Friday nights a year. Hopefully, let's get that to 11 in 2018, maybe 12. Um, I know that's my evaluation. Um, and, you know, that's, that's something that, I, you know, those games take a toll throughout the year because you put so much into it, right? You pour yourself out um, trying to get your organization ready uh, your players, your coaches, <clears throat> to to perform to the best of their ability. But you know, after that, those twenty four hours, you got to drop it, you got to evaluate it, and then go on uh, to the next one. And I know, as I've coached longer, um, I've been a, a high school coach since the two thousand nine football season, which isn't. Uh, a long time, but I've been playing football since he was out in middle school. That would have been 1996. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, you know, definitely as a player, wins were, were great. And losses, it was, well, if I played well, then that's all I can do. Um, but as a coach, I think wins just bring relief. Uh, man, we won, right? Thank goodness, right? Uh, that's what we're supposed to do. And then, you know, I, I find myself moving on to the next opponent before I even leave the field. And my mind's already clicked over. Boom, I'm clicking. Let's think about the next opponent we're playing. Uh, but losses, man, they stick with you. Um, they stick with you because, you know, your community, wherever you are, um, you know, 
that's that's something that you want to uh, want to treat well. Want to want to give them something to have some pride in. And uh, when you when you lose, man, it's like your your soul hurts because you know how much time was put into that. And you know, I think the work, the process is is what is important. But man, it's nice to have that outcome, isn't it? You know, if you put in all that time, all that effort. You go through all those difficult situations that that you deal with during a season, and man, you know when it doesn't work out on, on a Friday night or Saturday, whenever you, whenever you play, whenever you're, whoever's listening to this podcast, it hurts. Uh, it hurts, and uh, you got to get back up and move on to the next one because there's the next one coming, and uh, you know it's time it's time to time to get ready, um, and. And referring back to the story I started this podcast with, it, it's funny, you know, with Elijah, he had this 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 peak moment and this valley moment, right? And then he has another peak moment in the in the chapters after it. Um, you know, it's funny how they usually come back to back to each other. Um, you know, oftentimes in life, uh, you have you know good experience, bad experience. Um, you know, but I think the challenge for us as leaders is to try to find the middle ground, right? To try to stay grounded and stay, stay calm when there's chaos all around you, right? Everything is spinning out of control. Like, Oh my gosh, what the heck's going on? Um, you know, people are are losing perspective, right? Either good or bad, right? Good or bad where you had a success and everything's right. Everything's good. Um, and I think one of the, the things that gets people's got me right, as a coach is <clears throat> when you when you win a game, and because you won, you think everything was good, right? Winning covers up all <laughs> all sins, right? As we would say, um, to where uh, we don't evaluate things that need to be fixed in the future. And I find myself as a head coach constantly, even when I was a coordinator, deep as a coordinator, I was constantly looking for, okay, what can we do better? Uh, so when we play a team that <clears throat> has more talent than the one we just beat, right, or maybe um, has a little better scheme, right, how can we be better versus this this next team or the team a couple weeks down the road that we're playing? It's like an individual when coaching the defensive backs, um, you know, and we do the same drills throughout the year. You know, we got a set of drills we do on <clears throat> on Tuesday, set of drills we do on Wednesday, and I'll throw a new one in every once in a while. But you know, I know they get bored with it sometimes, right? Oh, we do this drill all the time, coach. <clears throat> and I said, you know, why we do this drill all the time is because we do very few things in the secondary. Our corners play press man basically every snap. Um, you know. So we're trying to help them be the best they could be at that position um, when the, in their technique. So when they play somebody that may be a little better athlete than them, they can lean on their technique and then they have a chance uh, to be really, really successful on Friday nights. And our corners have played really well um, around here. And I, I take great pride in that. I think they should as well. Even our, our, I also coach the safeties. Our safeties have had multiple interceptions and do a good job getting the ball carrier down. Um, 
you know, that's something I think as a, a head coach, position coach, that got to take pride in your group. Um, you know, and what you see on film um, is what kind of coach you are. I truly, truly believe that. And that's it's very humbling, right? Um, even though, let's say, the team may win, if, you, if my group plays poorly, then, man, oof, <laughs> I gotta, we got to go back to work. I take that personally. Um, you know, and that's something that, I think any good leader would say that's that's something that drives them is they want uh, to be the reason the team, the corporation uh, was successful. They don't want to be the weak link in the chain, um, you know, because that's very humbling. And, uh, you know, I, I think that as long as you're doing the best things you can possibly do as far as your process, your practice plan, then, you know, sometimes people have a bad night. It's not, sometimes that happens. Um, but over the course of the long haul, right, um, your guys are going to perform to the best of their ability. And <clears throat> that's like I tell our guys and our coaches, um, you know, what people, what people don't see is really what matters. Um, I've, I've used this analogy before with our football program. A football program um, is like an iceberg. The games are the tip that people see. Um, that's what people see. That's what people critique. That's what people praise. Um, but the stuff that's under the water, the bigger chunk, the, the more significant part, uh, is what really nobody sees besides the players and the coaches. Um, they see the off-season weight program, weightlifting program. They see, I mean, meaning like winter weightlifting program in spring. They see the summer. They see practice. Um, you know, the meetings. That is what allows there to be success at the tip of the iceberg. Um, you know, and there's, there's many, many, many different schemes or philosophies people have used uh, to win football games, to have successful programs. But the, the important thing is the effort that is put in uh, by the players and the coaches um, towards our philosophy, uh, how we choose uh, to do things. And, um, you know, there's, there's a million ways to skin a cat, but how committed are we uh, to doing it the way that uh, the coaching staff believes it needs to be done? Because I, I do not run the football program like a dictatorship. I want people to tell me things they think are wrong. I'm not a, I don't want yes people. Uh, I want guys that are going to tell me we need to, need to do this, need to fix that. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, yes, I do make final decisions, but I do want input from our coaches. I think that's very, very important uh, going, going forward. And I think as a leader, as a head coach or a principal or a CEO, it's important that we hire people um, that are smarter than us. <laughs> uh, we, we want to hire people that are experts in their field uh, and let them do their job. Uh, let them do what you hired them to do. Support them the best you can. Um, you know, hold them accountable, but then, you know, let them, let them have fun. Let them, let it rip, uh, you know, and, <clears throat> 
I know as a as a coordinator, as a defensive coordinator, uh, that's what I wanted from a head coach was, man, just, you know, I put in the work. You know that uh, what we're doing is sound. We agree on our scheme, on our practice plan. Uh, you know, let me let me have some ownership in this. And I try to coach uh, from the head coach position, like I wanted to be coached. At, I wanted to be coached as a coordinator. Um, you know, sometimes I fail at that. Sometimes, um, you know, I try to control too much, and man, that's that's my fault, and that's wrong, and. You know, let let good people do their job. Um, you know, because I think the <clears throat> the one thing that I've seen cripple organizations is micromanaging from the top. You're trying to micromanage everybody, and it's hard to keep good people when you micromanage. Um, you know, because people that want ownership are far and few between. Um, you know, and those are the types of people that I want in my organization. I want people that uh, take ownership that it means something to them, um, that they're going to go through the peaks and valleys with you. And uh, they're going to work to fix what's wrong, and they will you know, celebrate, obviously, uh, obviously what is right. Um, you know, as, we, as we wrap this up, I just, just want to encourage all of you out there in podcast land uh, <laughs> uh, that you know, as, as you go through the peaks and valleys in life, as... Uh, the good and the bad comes your way that uh, you would try to find the middle ground and just go back to work. Uh, just win the day, go to work, continue to do the things that are right, uh, continue to press in and continue um, you know, with a level head to try to make the best decisions possible to help your organization and your team be successful. Uh, thank you for listening. I will put this podcast up soon.